Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Yeah, I bar I borrowed a chair from work. Yeah, yeah. If I sit for like ten minutes in one position, it's highly uncomfortable. This could be our intro. <laughs> I just burped into the microphone, and that can be the intro. There you go. We'll start it off yeah, that that's, way. That's how much we we give a shit. Right. New logo. New intro. Welcome to the Fritz Boys podcast. There you go. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, hungry hippos today. The game, <laughs> the board game, hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah, we're gonna dedicate an entire hour and a half to that game. That game was sick. That game was pretty sick, but like, was that it? Was that all that was to the game? You just the balls go, and whoever gets the most. That's it, right? You win. Pretty sure. <laughs> I remember being delighted the first time I saw it as a child. Yeah, well, that you know, like, they made those games on those commercials look so much better than they actually were when you finally got them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember Trouble? Mm-hmm. That game looked bonkers on the commercial, and then when you got it, the dice, like, barely bounced <laughs> in the little thingy. <laughs> Yeah. Barely. Yeah, it'd always be some janky components to their products. <laughs> um, Mousetrap is pretty crazy, though. Dude, when you actually got Mousetrap up and running, whew, good times. Let me I don't tell think you. I ever personally got it up and running. No, no, as a child, there's no way. Yeah. No freaking way I was putting that thing together as a kid. No I way. I remember seeing it. Yeah, who knows? What about Candyland? Did you play Candyland? Oh, yeah. I think I remember playing that over your house. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's that one shady dude. It was like the licorice guy. It made me like scared of licorice. Oh, it's super nostalgic. Just like look at Candyland, the board. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very. Trippy. Trippy stuff, no doubt. Yeah. Well... I do want to say, doubt he's listening, but shout out to the guy who did design our new logo. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Danny. I would hope that he would want to listen to it. If I was designing logos for podcasts, also, on another note, I wonder how many logos he designs for podcasts. Like, I wonder if that's a, a usual request for him. I would say. You would think, right? Probably. Well, we can plug Fiverr. Use Fiverr if you're looking for artists, people. <laughs> his His name is... Danny Prazit Yo on cool. Fiverr. Yeah. I think it, was, it looks, it looks go. pretty good. I think it looks yeah. phenomenal. Check them out. It does good work. I'm very happy with it. 
I'm very happy with it. <laughs> and you guys, you guys are hearing, it. you guys are hearing it here first. You're gonna find me on Fiverr very soon as a tattoo artist. So, oh yeah, yeah. looking for tattoos. I think your tattoo came out pretty good. Thank you. Pretty happy with it. I'm actually very happy. Yeah, with it. I thought it was gonna be a, a lot, a lot worse. I thought it was gonna be a shit show. To be honest with you, if you used, if you tried to make your own gun, it would have been. Oh my god! Yeah, that would have been terrible. <laughs> So bad. Um, definitely some. I learned some. Uh, you know, there were some pros and cons. I learned. I learned some lessons. Let's put it that way. So, the next one, I don't know what it's going to be, but I have some ideas. So we'll see. See how it goes. <laughs> you should just draw like a straight line from one toe to your other toe. This is a go <laughs> through your body unbroken, like a roller coaster. Dude, that's pretty legit. I've. I'm trying to think of like dude, I already know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna my entire legs are gonna be covered. <laughs> I already know this. Like I, it was amazing how little it hurt. Maybe because it's, obviously it's because of where I did it. I'm sure if I go somewhere else, it's like right above my ankle, so it didn't barely felt it. But uh, yeah, as long as it doesn't hurt too bad. But then again, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe it's because I'm doing it to myself. I, I didn't really notice any of the pain you know what i mean yeah yeah it's kind of the opposite of my theory like you would be more freaked out because you're doing it to yeah. yourself well that's yeah, interesting i don't know the other thing i was thinking the other day is would it be kind of like well i'm 30 in my late thir- or early 30s so it's not a midlife crisis but is it like a quarter life crisis you know that i'm a podcaster and now a self-tattoo artist no nah, it's not quarter life Core life would be twenty five, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, sadly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. She just started doing this ten years ago. Yeah. You know what? Thirty five is a new twenty five. Dude, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I totally do. Cause like, show me a twenty five year old who's got their shit together these days. I agree. I mean, I'm sure they're out there for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are. There's there, there are some, or a lot, but a lot don't. That's for sure. Yes. Yes. No doubt about it. Some people are just like born for it. They just like crush school. Yeah. Boom, get a job. By 25, buying a house. Dude, if you think <laughs> about it. Can you think of one person you know from back in high school that had the plan was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for school. I'm going to go to school for this and I'm going to get this career after that. Obviously, we don't have to mention any names, but can you think of anyone off the top of your head? Uh, Yeah, definitely one immediately. Two. Yeah. Three. Yeah. One was a valedictorian. Oh, your class. Uh, Okay. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what. And this is the exact opposite of what I was just bringing up right there. Shout out to our boy. And you know who you are if you're listening. Who got fired from the bank. Picked him up. 2008. He told me from that day on he was never going to have another real job again. And he never has. So (laughs) shout out to you, man. You did well. (laughs) Thanks for helping me out with those overdraft charges, too. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. 
It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Beneficial. All right, now that I got the file out, we're going to start with a quote from old Adolf Hitler. Oh, shit. You must be healthy. Well, we knew that was coming. (laughs) You must be healthy. You must stay away from that which poisons your bodies. We need sober people. In future, Germany will be judged entirely by the works of his mind and the strength of his health. Ah! <laughs> Funny. Funny to think of like how fritzed up he was probably was when he was saying uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, he was a hypocrite. No, no doubt about it. On many levels. Pretty much everyone's a hypocrite. We've already gone over this, but... Yeah, in a way, for sure. No doubt about it. (laughs) God, it seems like everyone that we talk about. Yeah. Pretty much. But even Lord Byron, though? No, he kind of seemed... Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think you'd have to know him. Yeah, because who knows? He might have been so like, speaking on... out against homosexuality to his to his friends. Who knows? Oh, okay, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, he couldn't be open about it back then. Yeah, I guess. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, you can get dirt on anyone, though. Oh, no doubt about it. It's pretty funny when people talk about uh, Nazis. I feel like in recent years, more people kind of equate them with drugs, but usually it's not really talked about. <laughs> like drugs no. and the role—the role that it play, it played in uh, the Nazi regime. It's weird. The more the older I get, the more and more I learn about drugs before the seventies. Because I feel like when I was a teenager, I thought that all drugs just started in the seventies <laughs> and sixties. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like modern modern drugs. Like all drugs were invented mm-hmm. when hippies came around. Boom! It was the big bang. Yeah, but. I mean, just right off the bat, something we learned about in a previous episode, Legal Highs 1, Salvia has been used for centuries. DMT has been used for centuries. Yep. In a way. People have probably been licking toads since there is toads to be licked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just imagine how long shrooms have been around. Oh, yeah. with, With the Germans, it's weird because they're such like a traditionally uptight culture they're all about mm-hmm. traditional values how come how could they have such rampant abuse amongst their uh members yeah i said it at the end of the last episode i think that you look at the nazi party and think of just like the most straight-laced people yeah yeah hey but we see this with like with the proud boys they're real into mm-hmm. to coke isn't that yeah, like their thing? Yeah. Big cokeheads, yep. See, meth is much more, like, it makes more sense if you're going to be, like, a street brawler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem like a very good, like, strategic drug. Maybe for, like, a boxing match where, you know, you can just get in there and get a quick hit. Yeah, like, could you imagine being 
in a a protest and you're fighting off some uh some whatchamacallit some antifa dudes and you start to come down real hard yeah that's what i'm saying you'd be yeah, miserable you'd suck and you'd be getting punched in the face yeah um yeah, so the answer to, to this to this question is pretty complicated, of course, and the answer begins in Weimar, Germany, after World War One. As we talked about in the Schindler episode, pretty much life for the everyday Germans sucked major balls after uh, the First World War. They got dirty dicked. They did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they did. Um... And then there was crushing and embarrassing reparations implemented on them. And then, boom, the Wall Street crashed in 1929. And that was like gasoline being dumped on an already out-of-control dumpster fire. Billions of German marks were suddenly worth one American dollar. Yeah, there was something ridiculous like that. Yeah, your money was just worthless. That's gnarly. Yeah. Jeez. Das ist nicht gut. For many Germans, there is little to no hope for the future. While some expressed this uncertainty with pure, unfiltered hatred, others took a different route. They threw traditional moral values to the wind. Drugs and sex became the preferred method of escape. And in no mm. place was this more common than Berlin. Yeah. yeah, Berlin is a pretty cool place to be. Probably, arguably, the best place to be during that time period. Yeah, uh, doesn't doesn't surprise me. Did you? Uh, just a quick little antidote about Berlin. Did you ever hear about what? Um, I think it was JFK. What he said about how he was a bird Berliner. You ever hear mm-hmm. about that? He basically said. He said to a crowd or whatever, it might have been, I don't remember who, it was some U.S. president or whatever who had some kind of German background or whatnot, I don't know. And he said, ich bin Berliner or something, which actually translated to, I am a jelly donut. So, just a little something I learned in German class for you guys. You're talking about, wasn't that like, Reagan? Maybe it was Reagan, because it was when the wall was coming down. My my fault. It wasn't JFK. I'm pretty sure it was Reagan. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, makes sense. He would say something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah, by the end, he was just like drooling and eating jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of similar to Biden. <laughs> yeah, Biden definitely loves <laughs> jelly beans. <laughs> Um, yeah, so drugs were, drug, drugs were really popular. For example, even the iconic German actress and dancer Anita Berber began her day with a cocktail of chloroform and ether. She would dip rose petals in the, uh, like, concoction, then she would suck it dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were gnarly. What the Yeah, chloroform and ether. Some old-timey <laughs> shit. That is some old-timey <laughs> shit. What a way to get fucked yeah. up. That's how this lady started her day. Let me ask you something. Back in the day, if you had a chance to try ether, would you give it a go? Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> it'd be the, it'd be the ultimate uh, like industrial age experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to go and um, find yourself some uh, fuck. What are they called, dude? Boppers, not boppers. Um, damn it, flappers. You gotta find yourself some flappers, and you develop a transatlantic uh, accent. There you go. You're set. Sounds like a pretty racist accent. <laughs> You've never heard of the transatlantic accent? <laughs> no. Yeah, that was the accent that they had back in. It was a it was a completely fabricated accent, um, and it was kind of a mix between English, like British, and American. Are we talking about? Are we talking about slavery? No, uh, no, no, no. We're talking about accent. Okay. It was an accent that was popular back in like the early 1900s in America. It, it was. What do you mean? It was like popular. Well, it was like like, like actresses and actors would would use it. Oh, you know okay, how they okay. sounded like you you know that weird way they talked back in movies back then. Be like, frankly, my yeah, dear, yeah, yeah. I don't give a damn. That's what that's called. Fuck, you know. Yeah, trans transatlantic uh, accent. Yeah. So they were actually trying to talk like that. I always thought it was like the yes. audio manip, like the just bad shitty recording. Yeah, I thought the same thing, but yeah, there was, it was like a kind of like a high society type accent people would would use. Yeah, it's a stupid sounding accent. It is pretty stupid sounding, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, this is crazy too. I didn't know this, but Germany was pretty much like it was like El Chapo at the time. It was like a global drug dealer because they had giant companies what? like IG Farben and Bayer. They're just pumping out so many different kinds of drugs. And mm, okay. opiates were somewhat of their specialty. Between 1925 and 1930, Germany was responsible for 40% of global morphine production. They're pumping it out. Wow. No doubt. They also controlled 80% of the global cocaine trade. Yeah. Damn. And it was legal at this point, right? Um, I I don't know exactly if you, but just, I think you needed a note from the doctor for the cocaine. I mm, I don't know. Okay, probably, <laughs> maybe not. Um, the company <laughs> Merck was, it was pretty much like had the best shit in the world. The Merck cocaine was the best yeah. cocaine. Fuck yeah! In 1928, a whopping 160 pounds of morphine and heroin were sold legally in Berlin alone. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so they're having a good old time. They're singing songs. Well, they're not having a good old time. Life sucks. But they're getting really fritzed. Yeah. Okay. Uh and and then as we know, the world's biggest party peepers come along and uh yeah, they they decide they don't like drugs. Mm. Losers. Yeah. As they're super drunk. <laughs> they declared a war on drugs pretty much eventually <laughs> like it yeah mm. they, they had a war on drugs and they began to imprison addicts for up to two years and if they wanted wow. to they could like just make it indefinite and they did for a lot of people really yeah <laughs> oh, shit just for being an addict yep Wow. Uh, they had like kind of special units that were not dissimilar from the DEA, 
there set up mm-hmm. and they came down hard. Uh, and there's a bunch of propaganda too about how cocaine, they really equated it with, uh, Judaism, the Jewish mm-hmm. coke. What a surprise. Yeah. They're the ones producing all of it. <laughs> That's the crazy part. What? What are you talking about? Yeah, and like I've never really associated Jewish people with cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. If if you did, that'd be a problem. <laughs> that would be. That would be. Good. That would be. <laughs> yeah, it would be, for sure. Fucking Nazis. Rude and everything. <laughs> they didn't ruin cocaine. It's okay. That's true. They sure no. did not. They failed in yeah. that endeavor. There's limits. <laughs> we were talking about how everyone's a hypocrite. So they kind of hated the drugs on paper. A new substance was hitting the scene, and it was known as pervitin. Pervitin was basically methamphetamine. Not the best name. Pervitin. It is in the accent. The transatlantic accent. Yeah, there you go. You just made it sound pretty well, pretty yeah, good there. Pervitin? It wasn't like crystal meth, you know. I think a lot of people think that the Nazis like had little meth pipes, you know, or actually like smoking meth. It mm-hmm. was it was like pharmaceutical meth. Yeah, those tablet things looked huge. <laughs> oh yeah, probably. Fuck! It looked like you were getting one hell of a dose. It was like an antacid type size type dose <laughs> yeah, you got there. Immense. Yeah. You're getting all fucked up on some pervitin. Pervitin, for when you're perving out. Yeah, it does it does kind of sound like that. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. No. no. Modern soldiers. I mean, fuck. Why not? Well, Duty. we're going to learn yeah. why not. But, <laughs> you know, obviously, <laughs> as long as they're not in some type of apocalyptic war, it should be okay. Right, like limit it to the freaking battlefield. That's it. Yeah, what if the battlefield becomes (laughs) your life, you know? Yeah, urban warfare, for sure. I think that's what... So a little history on meth. Meth was first synthesized in 1887 in Germany by a Romanian chemist. In 1893, it was first synthesized from ephedrine in Japan. And in 1919, methamphetamine HCL was synthesized using iodine and red phosphorus. Ooh. I think the red phosphorus is the match steps, right? Yep, sure yeah. is. I remember uh, that scene in Breaking Bad. It was pretty funny where he goes to the hardware, hardware store to get some paint. And he comes across the guy who's like getting all of the supplies you would need to cook mm-hmm. meth. And it's like clear as day to him, obviously, to Heisenberg, mm-hmm. whatever. And he goes up to the guy and tells him he's getting the wrong matches. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that was in like the, the, the first season. I think so. And then he goes and tells the other guy, stay out of my territory. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how, kind of how, how he sounds. Uh, in 1937, the German pharma giant Tamir Werker filed uh, a patent on a new substance of meth it had been studying. And in 1938, it was available all over Germany without a prescription. And that was Pervitin. Wow. Yeah. 
And it was actually kind of initially meant for civilians, not for the military. It was created for German citizens to better manage their daily lives, for productivity, you know, for the Volk. Um, yeah. Yeah. So people loved it, obviously, from housewives to factory workers, businessmen, grocery store clerks. People were just eating it up. Having a good old Hold time. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Touted it as a cure-all. It's like a sort of cure-all. Uh, surprisingly, it had full support of the Nazis, who viewed it as a good drug for the German people. Hmm. Interesting. Because, I mean, many Nazis themselves were using it. Uh, with the exception of Hitler at this point. He was not. No. Yeah, hmm. he wasn't doing anything. He wasn't drinking or smoking. Whoa. He was straight edge at this point? Yeah, I think he was always kind of straight edge. I think it, like a little no. bit when like later in life he stopped drinking, but he was never really a drinker. That was never his thing. Doesn't really strike me as no. a drinker. Not at all. No. Hitler didn't reprove. Hmm. Because he's just, he's just like a stereotypical bad time. Like the dude you don't want to hang out with. Least fun dude. Yeah, and it's just, man. It's, I don't know why I just thought of this, but I just thought of that that time where he was going to end himself and his friend's wife talked him out of it. Because he had a crush on her, right? Wasn't that it, I think? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what they say. Yeah. Damn. Only. Yeah, so many of the upper echelon of the Third Reich, kind of, they all kind of knew, or at least could make an educated guess that shit was about to pop off. Uh, so Germany's doing its whole illegal rearming thing right now. Uh, so they're at a bit of a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, just going into that and being a member of that government, and you're like, well, I'm in it for the long haul, and you know, there's probably about to be another world war, and we just got destroyed. Yeah, it's got to take some serious balls. <laughs> I'd want out immediately. <laughs> yeah, like, give me a one-way ticket to Luxembourg Luxembourg or yeah. something. Even then, you're still pretty close, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at this point, n- none of it really mattered to Hitler, because he had annexed the uh, Sudetenland and Austria. And he was also looking forward to uh, Poland, you know, good Mm. old Poland. Uh, (laughs) Do this. They were going to need some type of a a miracle drug. And believe it or not, it wasn't a member of the military who thought about introducing Pervitin to the armed forces, but instead it was a psychologist, you know, it was Mr. Smarty Pants. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? one of those type of guys. A guy named James Otto Ronke. Hey, Ronke. Hey, Ronke. <laughs> he received permission to administer tests on soldiers, and he was very happy with what he found. They have pictures of, the, pictures of this in this uh, the book, um, Drugs in the Third Reich, by Norman, Norman Uller. And the pictures are pretty funny of this test, because they had like groups of soldiers and... 
each soldier was given something, uh, a different substance. One was uh, one was pervitin, one was caffeine, one was a placebo, and one was actually benzedrine, which yeah, you can oh. still buy. That's a life hack for mm-hmm. you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then go they for pretty it. much sat him in like a classroom and made him do tasks and uh, kept him in there for a while. And Pervitin looked like it was the the best bet. Yep. Yeah. So Ranke he uh, he he took his findings to the uh, commanders of the Wehrmacht to Ed, and that they started introducing Pervitin to their men for their upcoming military action. They just started ordering Pervitin pills. Damn. Yep. Pervitin pills are flowing all through the Reich. Is getting charged up pretty much. Amped, amped for sure. Uh, yeah. So after this break, we'll we'll get into the to the fighting. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On September 1st, 1939, Nazi Germany and Russia, they kicked off World War II. They had a... Uh, Russia and Germany had previously, you know, had cut a little deal to pretty much just absolutely destroy Poland. <laughs> Such a sad situation. Seriously, dude. Poor yeah. Polish. Like, what did they ever do? Yep. You know? Just trying to exist in their plot of land. <laughs> Sitting there, you know? And they have a pretty massive amount of land now. I'm not sure what it was looking like back it's in a pretty big the country, 1930s. Yeah. yeah, like... Fucking leave them alone. They're very, they seem very happy people to me. Yeah, leave them alone. The Polish. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah, a lot of anti Polish sentiment out there. Yeah, dude. Messed <laughs> up. And you know what? And this goes back to what we were talking about because that makes me kind of a hypocrite because I remember I was telling, telling uh, our listeners, our dedicated listeners out there who we love and um, wish the best for. How I was a little disappointed when I found out that I had Polish ancestry. But you know what? Fucking stoked that I had Polish ancestry. You know? Yeah. I have, like, conflicting ancestry because I have British, Irish, and then I have Polish and German. So, there you go. Sounds like a good time. Kind of makes me wonder about my ancestors, but, eh, who knows? Yeah, so yours hasn't changed at all since you've gotten them? It only changed once when I just, I uh, got 
more British and Irish, less French and German. Damn, that's crazy. And more Scandinavian. Those were the changes. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I didn't know it could change, but like they told me in the email, I guess more people joined, yeah. so I got more clear ancestry. But yours has changed drastically, it sounds like. Yeah, initially it said something ridiculous at first. I forget. Yeah. And then that just completely disappeared? Y- yeah, pretty much. That makes you wonder. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want I want to do the other one and see. 23 yeah, May. Yeah. No. I uh I support it. I definitely do. I um back it up. Recommend it. So the Wehrmacht marched through Poland, and they're all messed up. They're just rampaging through fucking Poland, going fast as hell, tearing it up. And then the Luftwaffe is above it, and they're all perked out. I mean, uh, methed out, <laughs> flying through Poland, bombing shit. It's a mess. Fucking yeah. tweakers. <laughs> they're just getting blitzed, literally getting blitzed. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Damn. <laughs> um, like, good luck being a regular Polish villager <laughs> trying to fight off some tweaking-ass Nazis. Yeah. The, uh, and, like, you, you really would have no way of knowing if you were in a remote village. No. You know what I mean? You'd just see him coming one day. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it's a horrible visual, and I hate to laugh, but it would just be like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Are those Germans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they would just be yelling and screaming. Yeah, and hopefully they don't just shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a bad day. Like, you had no idea that the Germans were coming. I mean, you'd have some idea, but... Yeah, maybe a little bit of a, a little bit. I mean, you I would, would know imagine. that would be like World War II's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're just a total hermit and you never you didn't even know there was a world war going on. Until <laughs> <laughs> it showed up on your yeah. doorstep. They were out there trying to farm your farm and whatever, and boom, here they come. Uh, one funny thing is this one dude in the 12th Panzer Division, he just straight up died. He just had a heart attack. <laughs> he was tweaking too hard. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he like had a heart attack in the yeah. tank. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what a shitty way to yeah. go, dude. Uh, I'm in a war. You might as well fucking shoot me. Don't let me die of a heart attack. <laughs> it's a dishonorable death. It's a very dishonorable <laughs> death. Yeah. He felt. I feel bad for his he grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler hears about it and he just starts furiously masturbating. <laughs> nice, nice, <sir. laughs> Oh, man. Good stuff. Yep. Um, so, pretty much, yeah, the, the Nazis <laughs> bum rushed uh, through continental Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. Super methed out. Uh, so now they they 
turn their attention toward the British Isles. And for whatever reason, the man in charge of this invasion, who's been in charge of shit, is fucking Herman Goring, <laughs> who just, if you knew, no mm-hmm. one like doesn't know, if no one doesn't know what he looks like, just look up a picture of this dude. He's ridiculous. He's crazy looking. <laughs> I've seen this guy. He's yeah. like the def- if you looked up the definition of bloviating in the dictionary, you would see Chris Christie and you would see this dude next to it. <laughs> Pretty much. Chris Christie, like all cheesing with his little New Jersey pin on his yeah, lapel. He's bloviating all over the photo frame. Yeah. God, I hate Chris Christie so much. Yeah, I want to punch him. I really, yeah, that would be. That's all my you see him on the street with like firehouse subs. He's eating it, and you just walk up and start <laughs> wailing on him. He does look like the type of dude who would frequent firehouse yeah. subs. Oh yeah, Chris Christie is. He can probably fit his mouth and fit the whole thing in there by now, and just devour it like Scooby Doo. Well, yeah. I mean, if he was over there able to freaking suck on the, the Trumpster's dick, yeah, then exactly. You know. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, so, the, so Herman Goring's in charge, and uh, he was actually the Reichsmarshal, and he was the successor to Hitler himself, like the name successor. He was second in command. Hmm. <laughs> he was a decorated fighter pilot from World War II, and he flew with the Red Baron, but he was also a hopeless morphine addict who had previously spent time in an asylum. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, before joining up with the Nazis, yeah. So he joined up. He was mm. he was there since the beginning. Um, but he okay. he got capped on their failed coup. Yeah, someone capped his ass. The boys did, yeah. <laughs> and he was injured, and that's <laughs> what got him really hooked on morphine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he he was a good. He was a really good fighter pilot, but. He was kind of he was like there was like reverence placed on him, and he was just given control of the Luftwaffe like entirely. Yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> the whole debacle at Dunkirk, where all those people got away, all those Allied soldiers were able to escape. That was Goring's mm-hmm. fault. So basically, Goring feared that other military officials would gain too much favor with Hitler if they allowed the win to go to, you know, the Wehrmacht. So Goring mm. personally petitioned to Hitler to halt all Panzer progress to make room for the Luftwaffe to do their thing on the cornered soldiers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was just produced in the depths of his morphine-soaked brain. This idea that he's going to bomb them all into oblivion. Which, I mean, it doesn't sound like a bad idea to me either, but they didn't do it. I mean, they did it. Nope. And in the movie Dunkirk, you can see a pretty good recreation of it. And it was mm-hmm. probably scary as fuck, but. Well, I'd imagine. Yeah. If they had tanks there, it'd be a lot better. Yeah. Probably would have wiped them out. Yeah, he's because he's he just wanted to show off. Mm hmm. Ooh, all doped up. Yeah, all doped up. He just starts every day with a massive shot of morphine, and like he like Dang. wakes up and like he sleeps in like exquisite silk robes, wow. wearing like big ruby rings and shit. 
Seriously? Yeah, looking like a dude out of Aladdin. <laughs> he dresses crazy. <laughs> looking like the Sultan. Yeah. And one thing was like going to be sure about this invasion of Great Britain. They're going to need a lot of pervitin to establish air supremacy. So they ordered 17 million mm. pervitin doses. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Jeez. in the Air Force, the pills became known as Stuka pills, pilot salt, and even goring pills. <laughs> yeah, here's a quote from the pilot, uh, from a pilot, a uh, uh, Luftwaffe pilot. The engine is running clearly and calmly. I'm wide awake. My heartbeat thunders in my ears. Why is the sky suddenly so bright? My eyes hit in the harsh light. I can, bar- I can hardly bear the brilliance. If I shield my eyes with the free hand, it's better. Now the engine is humming evenly and without vibration, far away, very far away. It's almost like silence up here. Everything becomes immaterial and abstract, remote as if I were flying above my plane. He's just chilling up there. It sounds wow. nice. Yeah, he's just tripping fucking balls Good up gosh. there. Jeez, I couldn't imagine being in that situation. I guess... Anything that takes your mind off of the fact that you might die that day, <laughs> whatever, hook yeah, me up for sure. Jeez, uh, they 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 couldn't beat the Royal Air Force. <laughs> Didn't matter, hmm. yeah, yeah. No matter how yeah, hard they're so tweaking. Goring's dumb, yeah. Operation Sea Lion was the name of his plan, and it failed. And his failure didn't even phase him. Nah. No? His bizarre his behavior just got more like bizarre. <laughs> Some of the outfit he yeah, he would show up in ridiculous outfits. One time he showed up in a white a white silk blouse like shirt with flowering sleeves and over it a yellow sleeveless oh fur lined suede jacket. Oh and then he has he has uh, long medieval looking bloomers around his waist. And a broad gold-studded leather belt with a short Celtic sword jangling from it. What the fuck? Long silk stockings and golden yellow Safiano leather sandals complete the picture. He's allowed to wear this stuff? <laughs> he was the Reichsmarschall. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> he would even wear makeup sometimes. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. What's this guy doing? He's just doing morphine. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. That answers <laughs> yeah, my question. He's doing morphine with a bunch of power. He's wiling yeah. out. He's probably having the time oh, yeah, of his life. Sure. Yeah. Yep, until he had to kill himself. <laughs> he made it pretty far in life. Like, he was like 60. I don't know. Jeez. I mean, I, I would assume. He, I think he was like 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. He Easier death than he deserved. He just shot himself. I think it just took cyanide. That might uh, suck. Probably. I would imagine it'd be a rough way Taking to go. cyanide doesn't feel good. Unless he, like, mixed it with some morphine. <laughs> a little, little cyanide morphine co- concoction. Um, Why don't you just OD on morphine? Because he was in uh, Nuremberg. He was like in jail. Oh, right, right, right. 
Yeah, they got. I him. guess he like carried a cyanide pill with, or like he hid one up his butt at all times. That's <laughs> what like some cool guys do, you know. Like I carry a cyanide pill, just in case. Oh my goodness! I carry death in my pocket. <laughs> so yeah, fucking Goring would. He would be in meetings and. um He'd be all irritable, and then he would, like, storm out of the room, and then he would come back all fritzed up. Like, every meeting. Yeah, makes Mm -hmm. sense. All right, well, now let's talk about the Fuhrer. Mm. Adolf Hitler was born April 20th, 420, 1889, in Brunau, Austria. Uh, he comes from humble roots. Very humble roots. It's, it's, it astonishes. I think his story, like his character arc and the effect it had on history, probably like the most, for lack of a better term, greatest, not because it's good, you know, just for like the sheer, oh, yeah, yeah, the sheer disruption that it caused. It's insane, you know. It's probably a, almost a, like three-way race between him, Stalin, who else? Mm, I don't know. I would just say I would yeah. say mainly him, just because literally he's the reason for fucking World War Two. Yeah. It was all his. It, it, mm. Just one turn. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane that he was able to to just gather up these fucking tweakers. Actually, they weren't really tweakers before, but he got them all tweaking. Or this psychologist did. Yeah. Just unleashed them on the world. (laughs) And so as, as Hitler got older, he got weirder. He would, uh... He had, like, a crush, and uh, he was super in love with her, and he was, like, like a stalker. Like, she didn't know who this dude was. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And uh, he asked his friend, he's like, I don't know how to get her. And he was like, what does she like to do? He was like, she likes to dance. He was like, you should dance then. And Hitler was like, nine! I would never dance! <laughs> And if you don't dance in something, something, no friend of mine. Yeah, like that. Just like that. Exactly what he said. People don't know that. No. They did. So he was just a weird kid. And then we know he, he when he got older, he, he moved to this crazy Vienna years of furious masturbation in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he got off to bestiality, too. Yeah. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard he fucked banana peels. <laughs> yep. And he had a hole in his uh, mattress. Hey. That he filled up with Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> like a feather mattress. <laughs> feather mattress. Uh, like we said, he didn't like hard drugs. Uh, there was a time in his life when he didn't like hard drugs. Um like we said, he didn't smoke staunchly against smoking, rarely drank, but he had a lot of health problems. 
extreme farting. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. He he had like IBS, but he was just ripping farts his whole life. <laughs> so when you next time you see a picture of Hitler, just think of farts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or farting yeah. McGee. So. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the whole hating drugs thing kind of changed when he came under the care of Munich physician Theodore Morel. Theodore Morel looks mm-hmm. like a Humpty Dumpty looking like, dude. Like a short, yeah. really wide doctor. Quack. He's not okay. really a doctor. He's a fucking quack. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, I've never seen this guy. He's in some of the backgrounds because he's like... He was always with Hitler, you know, for the later later part of his life. Mm. He was Dr. Feelgood, you know. Got to keep him close. Yeah. Uh, he actually met Morel in 1936. Uh, they met, like, at a dinner by chance. Uh, Morel began treating Hitler with various commercial preparations, including a combination of vitamins and hydrolyzed E. coli bacteria called mutilifor. I get, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, what's it called? Um, just the science of like healing something by giving the, it the poison. Homeotherapy. Oh, homeotherapy. Yeah, I think so. I think Maybe so. it's that's what it is. Hmm. Okay, makes sense. I guess. Um. Yeah. So eventually. It really helped Hitler, and Hitler was uh, a big fan of Morel. Imagine that. You know? Just a regular old fake-ass doctor, and then you become best buds with Hitler. Yeah, yeah his life really... It, it's crazy. Hitler just buys him, pretty much. And you can't say no. No. Oof. No way. Yeah, like he gave him a lot of when money, but... um, Yeah. They're stuck with fucking Hitler. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a good no. time to me. He talks about stupid shit. In this book, oh. when they're talking about, like, when he's eating dinner, some of this dumb shit he's talking about. Yeah. Really? I wonder if it was, like, a rant about, like, apple tea or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cool, bro. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll bet you you have to just sit there and pretend to be extremely interested in whatever he's saying. It'd be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. The crazy thing, too, about their relationship is sometimes, like, or most of the times, Hitler had no idea what he was shooting him up with. (laughs) Nothing. What? He wouldn't know. Yeah. And sometimes it'd be a combo of, like, vitamins. Sometimes it would be caffeine. Sometimes it would be straight up meth. Four. Yeah. Jeez. Um, Morel was careful not to give meth on consecutive days. They kind of just rotated hmm. drugs. So, like, Hitler one day would just, like, <laughs> I guess he would just be super fucked up and, like, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know, he just doesn't say anything. Like, wow, I was felt weird <laughs> last night, you know, nothing, no, nothing <laughs> like that. Damn, dude. Yeah, what a 
wild life. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> He's like plays Russian roulette with drugs <laughs> every morning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once the like, the war really got going, Hitler was like unable to give his big public speeches. Um, because he would mm-hmm. get bombed. It <laughs> 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 was hilarious to see a whole elaborate rally. He's on like his big elaborate stage. Yep. <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Fucking cruise <laughs> missile comes in. <laughs> they wouldn't have have time to sound the air raid. <laughs> or shit, even better if they did. Yeah, it would be. You know, they'd be, like, scammering around <laughs> trying to get Hitler to safety. Like, Nine. I'm giving my speech. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, so Hitler started getting bummed out because he was addicted to these big public speeches, you know. Because that, mm. like, was his thing. Yeah, that was his gift, was, was public speaking. It was his, his passion. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like any other passion, dude, would have been fine. Yeah, like welding. What if Hitler was just a welder? And he was really passionate, just some dude being really passionate about fucking steel. Yeah. Putting steel together. Putting steel. Um, Whatever. So... Things got really bizarre when Morel introduced some real weird stuff to the Fuhrer's medicine list. <laughs> hmm. One day, Hitler was bedridden with explosive diarrhea, and the doctor... <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, man. <laughs> the doctor, uh, he... He combated this by mixing up vitamins, calcium, combined with Styrix glycinorm, which is a hormone preparation that he had manufactured and consisted of cardiac muscle, adrenal cortex, and the liver and pancreas of other farm animals. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> it was previously like only used as a, a doping agent. Uh-huh. He's just shooting him up with it. Damn. Like, fuck. Amazes me that he didn't kick the can a lot earlier. Amazing. If only. So it probably just knocked him out, but it didn't probably didn't stop him from shitting his pants. Like he probably just stayed there in his bed and was just going to town, you know? (laughs) Just like laying there, filling his britches. It's later, Harrison's. You know? (laughs) <laughs> it's like the perfect pants to shit in now. There's a lot of room. <laughs> Isn't there like a button in the back too? It like just opens up. <laughs> oh man. That's hilarious. Oh man, good time. Yeah. Not for Hitler, though. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, his life sucked. Oh, man. I guess it's some consolation, Yeah, it's right? a little bit of a consolation. Um, 
it actually kind of worked. <laughs> so the doctor continued just shooting Hitler up with random shit. He like crossed another line. Let's start shooting him up with animal byproducts. God damn, dude. Uh, the list grew to what is now considered vet veterinary medicine, like <laughs> for animals. It's a uh, oh my goodness, fan for that was for libido. So they get them all horny. Somehow I don't think we need that. It's fine. Yeah, just let no. them not be horny. Yeah. Um, testerivin and orcacrine, which was a derivative of bulls' testicles. And that was for his depression. That was for his depression? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Sure, bull testicles as an antidepressant. Oh, my goodness. It's funny because he was a vegetarian. <laughs> and he had no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <He had> no <laughs> idea. So from the autumn of 1941 onward, Hitler's blood was just becoming like increasingly full of animal products. Dude, he was just destined for freaking being done. Like, I, I just, like, this stuff blows my mind. It feels like this guy was just fucking saying, all right, whatever it is, go for it. Shoot him up with it. Hitler had no idea, right? No. Wow. That's trippy. Really trippy. Yeah. So as the war went on, the tides of war changed in favor of the Allies. Uh, Hitler's health began taking a turn for the worse. He be- he became like increasingly isolated, and he would like retreat into a, a fantasy land. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where the Germans were winning. Yeah, pretty much, and you know, occasionally get high. Uh. He began disregarding information from his commanders on the ground, instead issuing, like, impossible orders. Hmm. Uh, In 1942, Hitler's number of injections rose so much that Morel had to put a special order in for syringes. Wow. Man, now things aren't going well. Uh... Now we're summer 1943. Stalingrad is taking a dump for the Germans. Hitler's given his first injection of Eucadol, which is basically oxycodone. It is oxycodone. Mm-hmm. Just like liquid right. oxycodone. <laughs> Damn. Because so the reason he was given it, or here the story goes, is he had a real important meeting with Mussolini um, and some of the Italian guys because they wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. They were about to drop out. I think Whoa. I'm pretty sure. And Hitler was like, yeah. I'm not going. Cause he was all like withdrawn and they shot him up. Yeah. Yeah. And he was good to go. Yeah. Yeah. The doctor, the doctor was kind of like struggling. He, he didn't want to give it to him, but on the other hand, he was like, you know, from his angle, world history, like seemed to be at stake if he didn't. So right. yeah, yeah he, yeah, he shot him up, and Hitler immediately perked up and was off to the races. But before he demanded one more shot, <laughs> yeah. another shot, and they're oh. like, "No!" And he's like, oh, "I'm not going." Then <laughs> throwing like a tantrum, and then they gave it to him, and he went. Wow. Reminds me of Trump throwing his plate of ketchup, January six. <laughs> 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 Didn't he like lunge for the wheel too? 
Yeah, I think so, yeah. Baby. That's what they're saying. <laughs> oh, baby. What are you going to do? You think you can fight your secret service people? Secret service people? Yeah, your own yeah, people. whoop your ass. Oh, my goodness. They yeah. would have slumped him. Imagine that clip. <laughs> him in his, like, long black freaking <laughs> trench coat thing. Just getting laid out on the steps. Gives <laughs> <Guitar> out rigid. His <laughs> feet yeah, going up all rigid. I don't know if we should we were allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. I'll let you decide if you want to keep that one in or not. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just like picturing his feet, like going all happy feet. Oh, man. Between that image and the image of Hitler laying in a bed with later hosen on. Just taking shits. Just, just going <laughs> Like, the rest of his body wouldn't be moving. It'd just be like his lower half just like reacting to it. I recently oh, bought, fuck. like, padded shorts. For for biking, mm-hmm. and it it feels like you're walking around with Duke, <laughs> just, <laughs> just chock full of Duke. Oh fuck! Just a massive Duke <laughs> in your pants. Yeah, just a big <laughs> pile of Duke. <laughs> oh, dude, this has been like the Fritz Boys uh, podcast episode. If freaking like Kevin James was a producer or something like that. It's like nonstop poopy and fart <laughs> jokes. Or even like Adam Sandler at this yeah, point. Pretty much. Oh man. Funny though. Good time. <laughs> yeah, Hitler really liked you at all. Hmm. I can imagine. Always rant all night. Um and he'd be in a real good mood for a while and then just days of despair, despondency until his next dose. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't. He like had complete and utter trust in this doctor. Yeah, he, yeah. He definitely it did. was like, I know. I guess people's like connections with their doctors are stronger back then. I feel like it. Right, right. right. Yeah, that's true. That's I don't true. No, if that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, even as a kid, I remember going to the same doctor pretty much for my entire childhood. Yeah. Like, knew the guy. Just touched your nuts so many times. Well, I was going to say, yeah, he's just over here just fucking... <laughs> turn my head and cough. I hated you know. that. Yeah, I really hate that. hands off my nuts, dude. This shit's yeah. so weird. <laughs> just some old dude. Know. Grabbing onto some your wiener. Some old guy, in my case. <laughs> Yeah, never liked that shit. Things weren't looking good for Hitler, you could say. So now the Red Army is, you know, they're they're on the offensive now. They're heading for the German border. D-Day happens. Hitler is screaming over breakfast. Hmm. Is this the invasion or isn't it? He just kept screaming that. Morel rushes over and gives him a shot, and Hitler suddenly just chills out, and he starts 
acting all jovial. And everyone, he's mm. like clapping everyone on the shoulder, talking about how nice of the day it is. Oh then he just goes God. outside, sits in the sun all day <laughs> as this country's being invaded <laughs> or this continent. <laughs> just war on two fronts now. He's, he's surrounded. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> the, way, the next drug that became one of Hitler's faves was good old cocaine. Yeah, Which is, of course, go. the abhorred Jewish degenerate drug. <laughs> uh, there was actually a different doctor that gave him this, a Dr. Gesling. Um, he gave Hitler, like, nasal swabs of cocaine. Whoa, really? But this is, like, that Merck cocaine, so it's the, like, primo shit. It's just, like, right, probably, like, right. raw cocaine liquid. They just do yeah, probably. Yeah, it got him high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he said that it made him considerably lighter, lighter and carefree, and able to think more clearly. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking weirdo. One day, he uh, he was also saying he had headaches, and the cocaine would help. I'll bet you it did. Yeah, one day the, he like turned to his doctor and he was like, please don't turn me into a cocaine addict. The doctor was like, uh, I'm not. Because cocaine addicts take cocaine every day. You're not. And he's like, oh, good. I hate cocaine. That's good. But the cocaine, it made Hitler, it was like a newfound hope that they're going to beat, the, like, they're going to beat back the Russians now. So he's he's oh coked out of his of mind, and he starts calling his generals, saying that they need to do an offensive when they're running for their lives. So annoying. Uh, I couldn't imagine being these guys. Ugh. Yeah. Like, do you remember? Do you remember getting calls from like friends of ours when they were all yacked out? Mm-hmm. God, that was so yeah. annoying. But it would be the fucking your supreme commander. Yeah. Yeah. You can ignore your coked out friends. You can't ignore a coked out Hitler. No. <sighs> Sir. The doctor Geisling, this one, he became alarmed that the fear he seemed to love cocaine. <laughs> and they cut him off. <laughs> yeah. He cut, cut him, him off? off? And the next day, the big wow. baby just laid in bed, refused to go to a meeting, saying that he's oh, no longer s- interested in the situation in the East. <laughs> what the oh, fuck does that mean you're wow. not interested? <laughs> Dude, it's insane. Yeah. But then the doctor came over Why can't and they fucking teach gave us... him the dose. Oh, then he hooked him up? Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to get him out of bed, what, you exactly. know. He knows it. He's like a spoiled child. Yeah. It's really annoying, too, because he he would always brag about his iron will and his energy. Right. And that was basically just cocaine and you could all. That's all he's talking about. <laughs> he, yeah, that's what you're he was referencing. He speedballing. He was. <laughs> 
Yeah. He was speedballing and he started going off the rails. Damn. He had people calling him Wolf. I wish this was more. <laughs> yeah. Wolf? That was, that was his name for himself. <laughs> oh, wow. So he's the kind of guy that gives himself his own I nickname. Think in college, he gave himself, yeah. He's like, call me Wolf. Oh, That's why I was called the Wolf Slayer. Oh. Like, that's okay. what he would tell the ladies. When he would, like, Wolf. <laughs> Name's Wolf. Oh, my goodness. If Hitler was, like, alive today, he would probably have an unironic wolf, like, howling t-shirt. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Or, like, a wolf tattoo. Yeah. I'm a lewd wolf. Yeah, at one point, he was taking these gas pills that contained strychnine. Yeah. He's literally poisoning himself, which may explain his rapid decline in health. From 44 to 45, his health took a real dump. This is when he starts trembling Mm -hmm. and shit. You know? Like, he looks visibly 10 years older. Yeah, yeah. He's like fucked up around. <laughs> Super fucked up. So he's taking all this stuff. And then with the stress of. He has the worst position, like the worst job in history right now. Oh, so no doubt. A lot about of it. stress. So it is a consolation prize. It's like, fucker. And it kind of sucks he got to do drugs. <laughs> yeah. I like, yeah, that's a good point. I wish he was more there and you know conscious for this impending doom that was coming upon him i mean he was when he was coming down i'm sure but yeah he just had drugs on freaking deck like just whenever he wanted i don't think it was whenever he wanted though oh well yeah you're right he was kind of limited he was kind of restricted by this guy this is basically up to this guy essentially this doctor yeah he didn't um it would be too scandalous for him to, I guess, take drugs. He wouldn't do it because he's a principled dude. He's an idiot, pretty right. much. Yeah. He's, he's a fucking he's, idiot. He's an it's idiot. no different if a doctor gives it to you. It is. I mean, listen to your doctor, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Right, right. Don't take fucking strychnine pills. Yeah. That seems really dumb. Um, So... Yeah, the the Nazi state's not doing good. Dictator's health is fully deteriorating. The military personnel personas didn't do as well. To put it colloquially, they crashed. Basically, mm-hmm. you can only take fucking meth so long. So they just had a huge crash. Um, and German cities, German soldiers slaughtered and bombed and they got their asses kicked as they were coming down, pretty much. Right. Rough way to go out. Yeah, certainly is. <laughs> Hitler's life ended with a uh, bullet in the brain, as we all know. He had, like, uh, I think he got married to his, to his girlfriend right before. They had a spaghetti dinner. <laughs> and then, yeah, fucking <laughs> shot himself in the head. Oh, so they had the dinner and then shot themselves? Yeah. 
Wow. Spaghetti dinner. One last dinner. Would have been great if he shot himself and then just face down to the spaghetti. Yeah. And that's how they found him when yeah, they went in the bunker. Very, very funny. Imagine that. Imagine being those soldiers that found him in the bunker. They burned him, remember? Oh, they burned yeah. him. Yeah. I would have whizzed on nah, him. Nah, like their own people burned him. Oh, what? I, oh, yeah, really? No one ever found him. That's why there was fucking conspiracies, bro. Oh, dude. All this time, I thought that they we'd found him in the bunker yeah. dead. <laughs> Fuck. There be pictures of that. Yeah, there be yeah. a picture of that. Yeah, there's no pictures of Osama bin Laden's body. Oh, you have. No, there isn't. There's yeah. no pictures. They was apparently buried at sea. There's a GoPro of it. <laughs> oh, that's right. There certainly is. Yeah, that's pretty funny. They came in, came in in the middle of a whacking yep. session. Boom, shot him in the dome. Uh, and he like loved like a bug's life. <laughs> He's watching like porn and <laughs> or ants. One of those ones. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Weird shit. That's so weird, dude. Um, yeah, so Hitler's dead. Uh, it's kind of funny because, like, the poisonous ideology of national socialism was poisoned from within by drugs, pretty much. Uh, Morel, the doctor, he, like, had a last-minute escape. Uh, he even got, like, arrested and uh, interviewed, but... No charges were uh, filed against him, but he died of obesity in 48. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Yep. And uh, it just seems like, I don't know. Yeah. Drugs played a much greater role in World War II than we think. Because it wasn't just Germans. You know, we were taking drugs. Everyone was taking drugs. Soldiers have been looking to, you know. It's a tale as old as time. Um, it just seems like the Germans took it a little too far. I would say so, yeah. I kind of like, actually, the moral of the story is kind of drugs are good because drugs beat the Nazis. They kind of helped us. <laughs> you know what? That's a really good spin yeah. on it there, Nanner. Drugs did defeat the Nazis. They're just self-imploded. Yeah. And if you think about it, if you look at the entire, like, from start to finish with the Nazis, it was almost like a meth high. Yeah, it's very symbolic. Up, 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 and then just, woof, crashing down. Yeah. Well, meth or cocaine, you know. Yeah, it's very symbolic. Man, I wish this was more widespread knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. Should be. Like, all oh, this just crazy the amount of shit that he was getting shot up with <laughs> I don't know when they say these animal byproducts like so they're just getting shot up with like blood and shit <laughs> yeah that's the part that really trips me out was this just was this guy like experimenting with this stuff or was it proven beforehand that people were actually benefiting from being In shot some up of the stuff, kind of stuff I think it was kind of like huh some of the stuff that he had an idea, it was just kind of like 
Hmm, this might work. <laughs> what a risky, risky game this guy was playing. He's an doctor. idiot. There were there were yeah, other a... doctors that were like, "You're trying to poison the Fuhrer." Yeah. Really? Because they saw that Hillard fucking wow. zonked out, you know, three days, like three <laughs> times a week, and then looking yeah. all frail and weird and shaky in between. Yeah, all yeah. fucked up. Man. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, dude. I'm really glad you picked this topic because definitely learned some pretty fascinating shit today. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It's insane. Yeah. I kind of want to check out this book, too. Which one? Uh, oh, the, the Drugs in uh, the Third the, Reich. The book you yeah, read. Drugs in the Third Reich. Yeah. Blitzed. Blitzed. <laughs> pretty cool. Pretty cool Did cover. It, uh, is it is it kind of an underground type book, or was it pretty widely read? Uh, yeah, do you think it's pretty widely read? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I mean, amongst like, I would imagine certain crowds, read by like, right, right, yeah. Uh, people probably like that, like Vice, that kind mm. of thing. True. Makes sense. All right. Okay. Well, uh, it's coming up next. We're going to be talking about Lucky Luciano, the man who started it all, or at least not started it at all, but at least brought them all together, you know? Ah. Mafia families, that is. Oof. Shit. There goes Nanner's mic right there. <laughs> I used to have a, a Corridoris catfish named Lucky Luciano. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think he perished. Yeah. Oh, no, Lord Byron. Great Lord, name, I though. had one named Lord Byron, too. And Lord Byron, like, he got eaten by, or he got killed by my beta fish. Yeah. Really? I tried introducing him. Because <laughs> apparently. They're known yeah, for that, you right? you can do it. It's possible. And especially mm-hmm. with, with Corridor's catfish, because they stay at the bottom. Um, uh-huh. But no. So. This beta fish killed a catfish? Tiny catfish. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I figured it must be for a beta fish. To yeah, and the correct. beta was named uh, Biggie. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me about Biggie. Yeah, he fucked yeah. him up. So he just, like, as soon as you brought the other fish in, it was like, boom, the beta wasn't happening. They fought a little bit, and then they stopped, and then yeah, we walked away, and come whenever, he was dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Smoked them. Yeah, they're they're pretty vicious. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they really don't like fucking having friends in the yeah, tank. They can with hit them. you with a lot of with a lot of force, like a mm-hmm. dolphin. Have you ever been hit no, by? Them? No, I'm just saying. Like, if you think about how fast they can move. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would do much. If it, Fuck another fish if up. It, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. You put your hand in there. And just like, Ooh, yeah. Well, maybe it'll it'll come to you when we talk about old Lucky Luciano. Yeah, Lucky. It's a good name. If only what's his face was actually a real person. Um, fuck, what's his name again, dude? Jimmy. Yeah, why isn't he a real person? Maybe he's based off of some real people. I don't know, but. 
would be quite the story. Strange. I thought I just threw him in there. Yeah. Yeah. Amongst a bunch of, like, legit, real freaking just people. Johnny Rodden. <laughs> what was his name? Um. Fuck. Jimmy, Jimmy Winthrop. Jimmy. Nah, it was Jimmy, uh. Damn, the Commodores, the Commodores' ah, son. The Commodore would be the last name. No, Commodore? the Commodore was his dad. Oh, fuck, you're right, dude. Yeah, whatever his name was. I keep thinking it's Cagney, but it's not Jimmy Cagney. So, yeah, you're close. Yeah, it's something like that, isn't it? Yeah. Nah. Well, I will think of it. We'll think of it. Yeah, I want to know now. Fuck. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm sure I'll be talking about Boardwalk Empire slightly when we talk about Old Lucky. It's a good show. Well, yeah. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram. Go check out all of our other episodes. We're closing in on 50 freaking episodes. So. And if you've been with us since the beginning, then thank you very much. We really support, or we really appreciate the support. And uh, thanks for being a Fritz Boys listener. Yeah, Fritzer. You too. Oh, yeah, you're a Fritzer. (laughs) So there you go. Name for our listeners. Yeah, I like that. Fritzer. The Fritzers. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bye. Guten Nacht. Just picture fucking Hitler shitting his pants right now. All right, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.